Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 27 of the Completed Podcast, where we talk everything Magic the Gathering related with a focus on competitive magic with some friendly banter along the way. Today, I feel a co-host, Brandon Smith, a.k.a. B-Money, joining me. How you doing today, man? What's up, dude? What's up? What's up? So, how's your week been? Uh, busy. I'll say that. Um, I, uh... Yeah, I've just been kind of been pulled in a bunch of different directions while still trying to balance all everything else. It's, uh, it's a lot, but we're okay. Hell yeah, man! Did what you about have you? A good... It's it's been good. Busy. Um, work is, you know, work, always busy there. But um, no, I've been I've been doing great. Thank you for asking. Um, and if you know to whoever's listening to the episode, we hope you guys had an awesome Thanksgiving as well and. Um, a little side note, we do want to apologize for being a little bit absent due to the holidays and just how busy this time of year is, but, uh, hopefully we'll be able to get back on, on a, on a weekly episode basis. Um, so look forward to that. Um, and yeah, and if you do celebrate Thanksgiving, we hope you guys had an awesome one with your friends and family. And speaking of which, how was, uh, how was your Thanksgiving, B-Money? Uh, it was good. It was cheap. Oh yeah. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was chill, sorry, not cheap. Did I say cheap? <laughs> yeah. Wow, what a weirdo. Yeah, what an absolute like, weirdo. I'm like, you ate out? False? No, 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 no. <laughs> sorry. Um, no, it was, it was chill. Uh, it just had, like, family come over and, uh, and cooked and stuff like that and sat around, drank a couple beers and, you know. Really nothing crazy. I had to go to I had to work Black Friday the next day because, you know, card store things, and uh, so I didn't really hang out too late or anything like that. I was kind of just like eat, go into a coma, and then go deal with Black Friday. So, but we did have a killer Black Friday. I'll say that. Hell yeah. Y'all have a uh, deals on singles and shit. Yep, we did 20% oh, yeah, off all singles. Oh, yeah, dude. I can imagine that store was packed. 20% off all singles, 15% off all sealed product. So, whatever sealed product it was. Wow, dude. We even had our Champions of Kamigawa and our Saviors of Kamigawa boxes on sale for 15% off. Which, 15% off of those boxes is pretty, pretty decent. It's a, that's a chunk. Yeah, yeah that's... So. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely busy. Uh, I also think we went through like four or five cases of uh, of like just Ixalan product in general, whether it was like set boxes or com- um, um, you know set boxes or collector boxes or whatever. So that was pretty cool. That's pretty dope. I saw you pulled the the Dino stamp today. The the DNA. Yeah, uh, the Dino DNA. Yeah, yeah. two packs. Uh, yeah, two packs. I basically was like, I was like, randomly, I was just like, yeah, let's do it. And uh, I pulled a stamped Dino DNA full art. So it's a uh, really cool, I think it's like around 350, 400 bucks. My God. Yeah, I was literally about to ask you that. How much did that go for? That's crazy. Uh, the last one sold on TCG Player for like 495, I think. But I don't know if that sale's real because the two before that sold for 300 and 320. So. I mean that's pretty good for two packs though. Yeah. Like that's Yeah. That covers your portion of Atlanta. Yes sir. Easy. It's gonna be gone. It'll be on MTG buy sell roll tonight after this. <laughs> so Well that's dope, man. Congrats on that. I'm I'm glad you had a good holiday. Um so for you viewers, uh three of the team Metamorph members have queued for Atlanta. Um or sorry, Denver. Uh, it was, well, Xavier technically qualified for, what is it? What's that tournament called? Uh, it's whatever the European, um, you know, RC is called. Yeah, I'm not sure the name of that, but Xavier queued, uh, Tanner also queued, and I also queued with uh, Blue Black Control. Um, and we actually have a new member uh, joining us in Team Metamorph. It's a uh, good old D'Anthony Davis. So shout out to him. Yeah. Um, we will probably try and have him on an episode here soon, just to kind of throw him out there. 
let him kind of talk where his head's at on the game and what his goals are and things like that. So it'll be it'll be cool. Um, you know, For we sure. had a lot of deliberating to determine whether it was smart for us and him at the same time so uh but he's been grinding a lot we, we see a lot of uh potential in what he can do and what he has done so far so um yeah i'm excited uh we'll be traveling as a team for the first time in atlanta so and i think that means that i know that unfortunately we have a couple people missing it because of other reasons that they just can't go which is unfortunate, but um, the majority of the team is going into Atlanta. Uh, we are all trying to decide on what deck to play, and with the recent announcements uh, on Twitch.tv slash Magic slash Magic, they uh, announced that they are going to be making major changes to the modern and pioneer format. So. We can't really figure out exactly what we want to play yet because we don't know what's going to happen and it's going to shake everything up. So uh, it's also pretty crazy that two RC, three RCs have happened and they just now decided to do it right before the American one, which is kind of weird, kind of stinks because there are a lot of people that have been testing really heavily to try and go there and make the Pro Tour, um, especially with there being less spots available in America this time. Uh, for the first time in the RC era existence. So we shall see um, what they do on Monday. Uh, I don't know if you want to delve into that a little bit more on what we think is going to happen. But Oh, I would I would love to. I'm, I'm very excited <laughs> to talk about this topic. So, yeah, no, I think it's A, um, partially shitty on, on Wizards to do it right before the, the Atlanta. RC, I think that's that's a little bit, you know, we're we're only like what like, fifteen days away from from that event. Uh, yeah, we are two weeks. So it's like that that whole room's just gonna be like, a completely different meta depending on what they ban. Yeah, so, we are exactly two weeks from today when we will be in Atlanta. So we will be in Atlanta two days before the event, so we can, because we have ten people staying with us, so we'll have like, a lot of people in the same house. Get settled, do a lot of playtesting, get some good food, and then hopefully crush the RC. But yeah. Hell yeah. A lot so, of that I change. Mean, yeah, the, that whole room's just going to be... It's going to be the people that have... I, well, I guess nobody really has a unfair advantage, but I can kind of see how somebody could be really frustrated when they have like a pet deck or... You know, they've been practicing this one deck, and, and we know it's going to get hit. We all know that the Discovery decks are going to get something axed out of them. And same thing with Mono Green, with just the way that they were name-dropping uh, those decks. Yeah, at so least I don't, for did Pioneer. you watch that whole thing? I did. Okay. Because um, I watched it twice. Because <laughs> I wanted to make sure I understood where they were, what they were saying. Yeah. They were like, you know, yeah, losing to, you know, a card on turn three uh, isn't very fun, and... You know, just being able to have access to the perfect sideboard card every game also isn't really fun. Um, so that kind of hints that Discover for sure is getting hit. And I'm fairly positive that they're also going to hit Karn. It's either they're going to hit Karn or they're going to hit Nykthos, but I think the smarter choice would be Karn. Yeah. Um, the way they were talking about Pioneer specifically, uh, they basically said, hey, we made a mistake. These things happen. Uh, from what I understand, again, this is my opinion, they basically were owned up to the fact that they made a mistake. Once they owned up to the fact they made a mistake, they also said that uh, it, the mono green deck got pushed out because of this deck, or because of this reason that they messed up, essentially, and then uh, they are going to fix both because they said they don't want something to happen again where if they get rid of a mistake, then a, another deck takes over the format in a way that they don't deem fun, is what they said. Yeah. They, they, like, measured fun. They were like, we measure fun on so many levels, da, 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 and stuff like that, like, constantly throughout the thing. So. Yeah, and the, the the main guy that was interviewing them was like, so what are you basing? Are you guys looking into play rate, win rate? And they're like, yeah, we're looking at everything. Yeah. So it's like... I did think it was cool, however, how they said that 
there was constantly people that were dedicated to monitoring excuse me monitoring the formats um so they have like somebody that looks over all of them and then they have somebody that's dedicated apparently to figuring out what the format looks like how healthy it is how fun it is how you know what needs to change what's not fun to play against all those different factors so uh, I'm just glad they're even taking an opportunity to even say that they're looking at it, honestly, because they could easily just be like, you know, what, whatever, you know, let's just let the world burn and just uh, it's not going to stop people from buying the game because now I think currently it's a lot less about the competitive, you know, magic scene than it was prior to COVID. Um, now there's because of COVID, I think there's a lot of people that we're playing at home all the time, playing Commander, playing, you know, all those fr fr you know friendly games, um, not necessarily competitively. And I think that's the majority of the gamer base now for Magic the Gathering. So I don't know if it's going to be... Um, I don't know if it's something that is a good thing that they're making this change when they're doing it, but I'm glad that they're looking at the format constantly and monitoring whether something is good or bad. I agree. I, I think that's that's pretty cool of them. Um, so, I mean, we know for sure something's getting hit out of those decks, right? So the question is, which Discover piece is getting hit? Or if they're just changing... Well, no, they're definitely going to ban something, because I don't think they can change the way Discover works. No, they, they also said that specifically. They said, we don't want to change the way your card works on its face. They don't want to go back and change rules. They'd rather your cards do exactly what they say. Um, but I think that they will probably ban Carnosaur, I would assume. It's just like an emergency thing. Um, they might just ban Geological Appraiser because it is the turn three, whereas Carnosaur would be like turn five, which would give you like an extra two turns to figure something out and be able to combat the deck, but also still let the deck exist. Um, Geological Appraiser is also, I think, uncommon. So I thought that it was a rare. I don't know. Geological Praiser is not a rare. It's an uncommon, I believe. And banning an uncommon is like fine. It's like whatever. You're not losing any money. The card's like 30 cents. So like. Yeah, true. Yeah. What's yeah like if you ban Geological Appraiser, for instance, right? Like, OK, the, the Discover deck still exists. It's just not as good because you can't do it on turn three, um, which requires some setup. Yeah. You could also continue to still be on that plan, but at the same time, you know, I think maybe they just go, okay, well, Discover is banned in fucking Pioneer. Who knows? <laughs> like, at this point, just because we haven't really seen them react to a format like this yet. You know? Yeah. No, like, they, I, they... all they've ever talked about is just like, yeah, we'll look at it in August of every year, and then, you know, the, win the window after each set comes out. But now they're like, it just these kind of came out of nowhere, honestly. I didn't yeah, that's what this. I was gonna say. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like they were just like on it, which is a good thing. But I, it it is a good thing. You know, it does suck that it's 15 days before the RC, but it is inherently a good thing, and I I do appreciate that from Wizards. So yeah. that is that is super cool. Yeah, exactly, and that's that's why I I, I think it's dope. But um, you know. We, we will see what they do touch in Pioneer. Uh, it kind of slowed down my testing because there's not really a reason to... I think jam a bunch of games in a format that's about to change completely. So, um, yeah, we'll see. What, we'll see what, what happens. What do you think they can unban in Pioneer? Because they also uh, did talk about unbans. I don't know... Are you on the smuggler's copter train like everybody else? I don't know that I would ban or unban smuggler's copter. Would you unban inverter? No, absolutely not. Inverter is just better now, I think. What about Kethis? Kethis, I think, would be okay. I don't think that Kethis is, like, insane, like, basically, like, yes, the deck was really good when it was played but that was way before a lot of other cards got banned so that is true it's i just... i those are like the top three cards i think that i would personally ban inverter kind of falls in that 
this isn't fun type of thing so i don't think they'll touch that yeah um i i just don't see any other card on here that could get them banned they're all really rough yeah i mean Smugglers, you can't really unban yeah. Yeah. yeah there's not really anything that you can really unban walking like, ballista maybe no absolutely not if nykthos exists walking ballista is a problem that's true um, doesn't matter if, you know, you still have Karn or not. I think it's still just an issue of just generating a bunch of mana and doing it. Now, if they, like, did some weird crap, like, ban Nykthos and unban Leyline, <laughs> that'd be kind of funny. Oh, or God. They were, like, that'd be so... It'd be kind of weird, because you no longer have Nykthos, but Leyline's also just very, very good. So, like, you know, what if they're just like, all right, we're going to take this card out because this one deck plays it, but we're going to give you another card back that is not as good, but decent. See if the deck can still survive. But I don't think they'll do that. I think there's just too many yeah. moving parts. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, let's, let's look at the thing of the ban list. So, Balustrade Spy, no. No. Fetchlands, no. Yeah. Expressive Iteration, no. Nope. Feldar Guardian, Guardian no. no. Field of the Dead, no. no. Inverter, no. Kethis, maybe. Eh, maybe. Leyline, probably not. Luris, absolutely Hell not. Hell no. Nexus of Fate, <laughs> no. kill me now. Yeah, that's not fun, uh, dude. <laughs> Oko, okay. absolutely not. Once Upon a Time, absolutely not. Smuggler's Copter, no. Teferi Time Reveler, I get enough of that in Modern, I'm good. Uh, Undercity Informer, absolutely not. Underworld Breach, heck no. Uro, too good. Veil of Summer, eh. Yeah, Veil of Summer, uh, it's like borderline. If 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 they ban Karn out of Mono Green, I could see. I could see Veil of Summer, Summer coming back. back. I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think Veil of Summer is really. It's like, it's really good in Mono Green, and if Mono Green gets keep all of his parts moving parts, then it just makes it insane. So I think if they they did some balancing with that, they might do that. But I doubt they just unban a card. Yeah. Uh, Walking Ballista, no. Wilderness Wreck, no. Winota, absolutely not. Hell no. I will punch a brick wall if that happens. See, that's what I'm saying. I think Smuggler's Copter and Kethos are probably the two safest. Yeah, but Smuggler's Copter is also just really good. That is just true. because it's it's only because of the loot, honestly. Like that's the oh, yeah. only reason it's super good. Like, can you just imagine mono Bro, white? It's on block too. That's the thing. It's on block. So you literally go one drop, two drop Smuggler's Copter, go. Like I'll block oh, correct. and loot. Like oh think my about God. it like think about it like this you just have you can just have like mid range decks playing for smugglers copters like can you imagine red black being able to have smugglers copter? Never mind, I take it back. Exactly, like that's what I'm saying. Like the the red black deck would just like okay, see you later, Reckoner Bankbuster. We don't give a shit about you. We're gonna take this three three beater in the air and we're gonna be able to crew it with literally anything in our deck. So yeah i just i don't think smuggler copper to come off either i don't i don't see anything on this list that needs to come off uh kethis would be the only thing that i could maybe think about but i also over the last like several sets i don't know if anything would actually break kethis or not if there is something out there that i don't know about that could break the card in half then no <laughs> i mean yeah i think there's just too much wiggle room for the card to be broken yeah um, it's just one of those cards that says figure out this puzzle basically yep <laughs> yeah, no, that's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I would, yeah. Only card I really think of is Copter, but... It's just Copter's the weakest card on this ban list. That's it. That's the only reason why I'm even like, yeah, probably would probably be fine, but no. Yeah, but even Copter's, like, not that good. I mean, I, mean, I think Kethis is probably the weakest card at face value. But... It's just you can do a lot more broken shit with Kethis than you can Copter. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's that's kind of, I think, the main issue there. But um, what about Modern? Uh, we know for sure Fury or Grief are getting hit. Yeah, so let's go over what they said, right? So yeah. what what do you remember them saying? I heard them name drop Bowmaster a ton. Um, I also heard uh, they had some worries about Four Color becoming the best deck. Um with the upcoming bans, um, which kind of hinted that something from Four Color is going to get hit. They said um, that Scam and Four Color are both going to get hit simultaneously with a ban. So that signifies Fury to me. Um, 
They also name drop Bowmaster a ton. And correct me. We're talking negatively about Bowmaster though. Well, they were they were saying that it, it that Bowmaster kind of it it didn't allow one mana creatures to be played in this format like mana dorks. They they did say that oh yeah, Bowmaster is a little problematic because you can't play mana dorks or one drop creatures. They're getting kind of pushed out. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, I didn't hear anything about the One Ring. So I yeah, would, they didn't say a word about the One Ring. I would lose my mind if they banned Bowmaster and not the One Ring. Yeah, I don't think they banned Bowmaster, honestly. I know they name-dropped it a lot, but I think that... I don't know. I don't think that Bowmaster is absolutely unbeatable, if that makes sense. Bowmaster is far from unbeatable. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think Bowmaster is oppressive. Yes, do you want the format to be able to play X1s? Sure. But, like... I don't know if it's that dire of an issue, especially with, like, the modern season just now ending... Uh, I think they just try, like, like I, I heard basically what, essentially what you said, essentially, but, um, yeah, I think Fury's gone. Yeah. Yeah, which granted, I mean, we'll still be able to scam people. Um, yeah. It just won't be as good, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've heard wild predictions of basically saying they're going to ban all five Evoke Elementals, uh, they're going to, uh, ban... Grief, Bowmaster, and the One Ring. I've heard Grief Fury in the One Ring. I've heard just Grief in the One Ring. Um, I've I predicted, and this is kind of crazy off the wall, but I predicted them getting rid of Grief uh, and Karn the Great Creator. I know that sounds weird, but uh, they have now banned Karn in every format. Uh, essentially, like every format that is not a million dollars to play basically um and it's restricted in vintage so it's like the card is clearly clearly a problem but again i don't think they care about tron in the sense unless they think that because they just they get rid of these other decks that tron just rises to the top um you know because i mean the premier blood moon deck is now not going to exist essentially is what it sounds like so Exactly. If the Premier Blood Moon deck is not playing Blood Moon, then that means that more Tron players can play Tron, uh, which makes the deck more playable, and so on and so forth. But um, that's just a wild prediction. I, I don't even I don't think that's actually true. I think they just get rid of. I personally just think they get rid of Fury and possibly the One Ring. It's like the realistic things that they probably get rid of. But we shall see. Yeah. Um. My my band predictions are Fury. The One Ring and Bowmaster. Okay. Um. Which does make me a little bit sad, Loki. Why is that? Uh, I really like Bowmaster. I think Bowmaster because I hate losing, in the sense of my opponent's drawing a million cards and there's nothing I can do to punish it. So I either have to play their deck to keep up in card advantage or, uh, essentially, play a faster deck than them and try to kill them as fast as possible. Right. And I don't like playing fast decks. I like slow decks. I like to take my time and, you know, uh, win that way. And personally, I like just having, being able to have the option to punish decks that want to draw billing cards. Yeah. Because we don't have anything that punishes that, like at all. Um, so I don't know. I think Bowmaster is just, it, it just kind of, it, it sits in the back of your opponent's head where they're like, they could have Bowmaster. Yeah. And that's enough. Like, right. So it's like, I don't know. I, I just really like having some way to punish card draw, especially if they're going to ban cards out of scam and the one ring. Um, Cause then beans is just going to become the best deck in the format. Like it's going to be really close. Cause I mean, they'll still like, if they don't touch subtlety or endurance, then they're still favored against like the graveyard combo decks. Um, yeah. They probably fold to Tron, which I mean, it's it's a mid range deck, so why wouldn't it? Um, Tron's a control deck, but yeah. True. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I just I hope Bowmaster stays whatever they do. I just I really enjoy Bowmaster. Um. The Wondering can go. Uh, I don't want Fury to go because I play Scam. But if Fury yeah. does go, um, 
I guess it's it, it's better for the overall health of the format. Yeah. Um, same thing with grief. Honestly, I'm fine with that. And um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I've I've been thinking about pivoting to Yogg after these bans because I think it's gonna get a lot better. Um, yeah. And it just seems like a cool deck to one trick. I feel like once you learn the lines of that deck, you're. You know, you, it's like Titan almost, where it has a lot of lines. Um, and it's just it's just good. Yeah, yeah, no, I think the deck's still good. I mean, that's what I lost to. I think I would have won that RCQ in Panama City a couple weeks ago had it not been for that Yogg player. Um, I was playing Harden Scales, but, you know. Uh, I think my other matchup was really okay. Better than the AUG matchup, but <laughs> it is what it is. Now, I think that they are going to shake up the modern format pretty heavy. They might even ban, like, three to five cards, but or three to four cards, sorry. Not three to five. Three to four. Um, and, uh, do, you, do you think there's a possibility for another unbanned in modern? Because we just got preordained, right? Yeah, I don't know if there's anything else that's safe to come off. People will sit there and argue the Splinter Twin guys and the Birthing Pod guys. And they already said they're not unbanning Splinter Twin. Yeah, they already it's said too that. risky. Yeah. They're like, it's too risky. Nobody likes to just die on their end step or, you know, basically you die on your end step because they just flash in a guy and then they equip it. Correct. And, and that's exactly what he said. The guy goes, yeah. yeah, he's like, I don't think it's a fun game whenever you just go uh, cast this at your end step, untap, I win the game. Like, yeah. I just don't think that's a very fun play pattern, and I agree with them. I don't think that's very fun. And the fact that there's more supporting blue cards and stuff around Swinter Twin is just not good to let it go. Like, let it go and ban. Now, they put Preordain back in Modern. Yeah. You have Force Negation now. Yep. Like, subtlety. You subtlety. Oh. You have, I mean, Fury right now. Expressive. Expressive iteration. Like, you just have so oh many good God. counter spell. Yeah, actual yeah. counter spell is in Modern. <laughs> yeah. Like... You know, the deck would be really, really, really good. And you just get to play Blood Moon and everything on top of it. So it's like, you... Yeah, it'd just be Blue Moon plus Splinter Twin. Oops, I win the game. So... Yep. Um, yeah, no, I don't think it's it. I don't think it's something they can go, they can say. Sorry, Twin fans. I don't I yeah. don't think it's ever coming back. Then it just, like, puts you in this weird part in Modern where you, like, have to play so uh, Solitude against those decks. So, or, like, yeah. you're just, like, forced to play Solitude decks because of that, or, like, forced to go back to playing, like, Path to Exile or something, you know? Like, something, like, really bad. Yeah. Nah. That... Maybe Get Probe. Oh, Get Lost might actually be a card you can play. Yeah, you could play Get... Actually, I, I said Get Probe aloud, and the second I said that, I thought, no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, it, it sounds good until you say it out yeah, loud. And then it's you're just like, like, get probably totally fine. Oh, wait, what did no. I just say? <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I, I don't necessarily... Death Rite? You fuck with Death Rite? Uh, I mean, I fuck with Death Rite, but how good is Death Rite? I have no idea. Only because it's hybrid. <laughs> Like your yeah. four color decks being able to play it is just like That's a second to run in six. Yeah, that's stupid. I Man. mean, it could be okay, but like it's but because about it, is like, it is just like an X2, so it does just die to unholy heat without delirium, which is like fine, but it also doesn't die to Bowmaster. Correct. Look at that. Yeah, I know. X or X2s, baby. The old dude, one twos back in the day. If they unban Death Right, dude, Yogg's gonna be cooking. Oh, Yogg would cook Yogg heavy. would cook. Oh, actually, holy shit. No, they can't unbind Death Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. Nah. Nope. Okay, I'm off it. Yeah. Uh, I would be, too. Green um, Yeah, no, there's nothing There's nothing that can come off the modern band list, I don't think. No. Oh, why is top... Okay, explain this to me. I never really understood the reasoning. Why is top banned? What? Why is top You banned? don't know why top's banned? No. Because fetch lands exist. I guess. What do you I mean guess. you guess? Have you ever cast the card Sensei's Divining Top? No, I haven't. Okay, so. well that's that's where you went wrong. After this, we'll we'll go play we'll go play some some games against each other with you playing a top deck and me playing some other deck from that era and 
I'll show you exactly. You'll understand why. Okay, but because the way it looks, it's just, it's just good value. And like True. I've seen it, I've seen it put in work in like Legacy, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I've I've seen that before, so I'm like, okay, I get it. You're trying to get miracles on top, you know, yada yada yada. But in modern, you can't really abuse that. Oh uh, right? yeah, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> I, I guess you You're, could play like and treat the angels and shit. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying you you just I don't think you fully understand the power of top until you play it. Fair so, enough. We'll play some games after this, and you'll. See oh, dude, yeah, four color with top would be crazy. Yeah, it, uh, any yeah. I mean, any deck control period, decks yeah. could probably start to inch their way back if they had top again. Yeah, but we can't fucking have anything nice. Also, because you know how good top would be if you could, like, set up your considers and your, like, stuff like that? You know Ooh, that's gross. Like, yeah, never mind. Yeah, like... Get that shit out. Setting up your preordains, setting up your considers, setting up your, um... I mean, anything, really. Anything in blue that requires you to get delirium <laughs> yeah top would be really good at doing that oh dude gta let me cook uh gta i think would be okay gta would probably be fun yeah i think gta would probably be fun i don't think gta is like hammer like another equipment that i'm get. still gonna i'm gonna die on this hill but simian spear god did nothing wrong i gotta gonna, process I'm, this one I i'm gonna die on this one. hill 100 percent. simian spear god did nothing wrong to he he was he caught a stray from another from another card. He caught a stray from Faithless Looting's issues. It's like Faithless Looting got like put on trial for racketeering and unfortunately Simeon's Spear Guide, Guide was associated with him during the time. They were walking by. <laughs> yeah, it just caught a stray. It sucks. That's but it is what it is. I also understand why they do it. They don't want free mana in modern and I get it. I completely get it. But if you're going to essentially exile Legacy off the planet outside of a couple events a year, and you're going to basically make Modern the new Legacy, I think that you should definitely try and open up the floodgate a little bit on some things. Like, they don't want free mana, but yet they gave us invoke, ele invoke elementals? Like, Correct. They were like, oh yeah, we don't want you giving free mana because combo decks are too good. And then they were like, all right, we're going to make all these mid-range piles really good, and then everything else is going to suck. That's... You say it like that, but that's genuinely how the format feels. <laughs> like, deadass. Like, I feel like nothing is good unless you're playing, like, a mid-range deck. You just get outvalued so hard. Like, well, I mean, granted, footfalls and shit's good. Yeah. Scam's good. Yeah, like, those decks are still good and viable, but it's like, you know... Obviously, the, the elephant in the room is scam. I everyone, everyone will say it. Everyone hates playing against it. Everyone hates... I mean, people that are playing it starting to hate playing it. <laughs> so, it's like... You know, it's just one of those things where... It's become... A, it's been a problem for a while. They haven't addressed it. They haven't addressed it. They saw if a new... Two new sets would change the format at all. It didn't. And Scam's still reigning supreme. I looked at every every single last chance, modern last chance that happened last week. I think there was, except for one last chance, there was at least two copies of Scam in the top eight of every single last chance qualifier on Magic Online. Yeah. Yeah, there was. I think there was one top eight that didn't have a Scam, or didn't have two Scam decks. Other than that, there was like two of them with two Scam decks, two of them with three Scam decks, and then one of them with one Scam deck. Something like that. Yeah, yeah the one big. on the 27th only had one yeah and so yeah it's just like you know that you look at the online results you look at the pro tour results from the last pro tour you look at you know everyone playing in this modern rcq season that are posting their results and look at twitter for instance and just see all of the stuff that involves people winning with scam um so i think it's uh, an issue and i think it's uh, gotta get hit some way somehow but I'm not Wizards of the Coast, so I don't make those decisions. Yep, me either. I, that's out of my pay grade, so. Yeah. No, but yeah, Um, I, I guess that's our band predictions for this upcoming Monday. I believe it falls on the, what is it? The fourth. The fourth. So, uh, hopefully we're right. Hopefully the metas kind of shift up and they're a little bit more fun. So I've been hearing people complaining about it being a little bit stale. Um. Granted, I, I it's the same shit we hear every 
three months. So oh, this format's stale. That format's stale. It's, every format's gonna get stale. Like I mean, bans, unbans, whatever. Like it's always gonna be a thing. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this, because uh, I don't think I really asked you this earlier, but mm-hmm. if you could, so let's just say you could, quote unquote, fix Pioneer as a format. What would you introduce to the format? What would you take away from the format? What would you... Obviously, this is a really deep question, but we can, like, yeah. take a, I guess take a couple of minutes to kind of think about it and talk about it. But if you could fix... Because obviously, there's a lot of issues with people on Pioneer, right? So Pioneer is my favorite format. I like the format. I think it's great. I think it's awesome. I think it's fun. I think there's a lot of decks you can play. I own the whole format, basically, in paper, and it's just it's just my, my favorite format right now. So... um where do, I guess the first question would be where do you stand on Pioneer as a whole on like your overall likability and then the secondary question to that would be if you could change something if you had the power to change anything in Pioneer whether it be a one card change three card change five card change whatever it is to make the format a better experience what do you think that would be okay so I guess for starters my feelings on Pioneer is that the format is extremely streamlined. It is very fishbowl. Like, uh, it feels like... It, most of the decks feel like you're just fishbowling and hoping your opponent doesn't interact with you, right? Except for decks like Blue-White and... Uh, Spirits, I guess, and Domain decks. They... They usually play on, like, a slower access, and they do try to interact as much as possible. I would add Phoenix to that, but I don't think Phoenix really gives a shit. They just want to draw a bunch of cards, put Phoenixes in the bin, and then kill you. Um, So, my main issue with Pioneer is that it's too aggressive. The format feels extremely fast. Um, That's the main stipulation with it. Granted, there's nothing wrong with it, as there seems to be, like, a rock, paper, scissors type of vibe but a lot of the matches are very play draw dependent uh for one a lot of the matches um lack proper interaction oh Rakdos made range also interacts all of that one of the list um uh but yeah it feels like most decks just have a game plan and they just want to execute it without necessarily having to interact with their opponent all too much and i think that could be problematic and that could just wear people out yeah so i guess if in that perspective do you do you like formats like that or do you like formats where you are rewarded for your skill based thinking like constantly like do you like formats where it's just like i have these cards i'm going to play these cards you either beat these cards or you don't beat these cards there's no like intricate detailed thinking about your lines and your play like there used to be in some standard sets back in the day and stuff like that where all the games were difficult to play you know like there yeah, was there never were all a time where you just like slam this card, you have to deal with this card or you lose, or you know something like that. Um, so do you are you on the side of like I like every format to be skill based as as much as possible, or do you you know stand on the side of you know every deck is going to play the cards that they play, and you know you're going to lose to some, and you're going to win to, to win to others, and it's just it is what it is. I I prefer the more skill intensive types of formats because. At least if I lose, I feel like it's I can hold myself responsible and I can learn more from those types of matches. But if I'm playing Boros Convoke, for example, and my blue-eyed opponent just goes lockdown, did I learn anything? Like yeah, but I guess in that scenario, right? So I'm playing Devil's Advocate here. If you can't tell, <laughs> no, no, yeah, go ahead. No, I don't um, it. So, like in that sense, would you say like if your opponent leads on Irrigated Farmland, that if you play into the lockdown, that's your fault? Yeah, no, there, okay. there's definitely like there is skill in Pioneer. Like, yeah, that, for sure. that's not the way I was saying it. But granted, like your game plan just doesn't line up well against what Blue White's doing, right? So like. Sure. Let's say 60 card blue eyes playing four lockdown in the main. Like, you you do have to play into the lockdown somewhat, but there there's a fine line between overextending and pu- applying enough pressure to force the lockdown out of their hand, and then you're able to rebuild. 
So it's like that that's where the skill aspect comes from. And I think primarily that's just matchup knowledge, right? Um But then for example, like what's another what's another good example? Oh, let's play let's say you're playing mono green and you just get to do the thing on turn three, turn four. Like, that's a lot of overwhelming pressure. Like, yeah, or if you just like win. need Nykthos to go off and you draw the Nykthos, right? Because it's like exactly. pretty uninteractable once you draw the Nykthos. You can't yeah. react to them playing a land. You can't like, you can't, you can react to them floating all the mana, but it's like, you know, it doesn't do anything at that point. So, uh, but yeah, continue. Sorry. Yeah, or like, you know, mono white versus mono green. Like, they literally just play their cards out. That is it. And it's whether or not mono white has to brave the elements or mono green, you know, manages to stabilize somehow, right? Yeah. It's, um, I feel like a lot of matches kind of come down to just matchups. It's a big thing. Like, Pioneer is a format of matchups. It's not like you can show up and... You know, get bad matchups. Granted, you can win, but it's... For sure, there's always some amount of variance involved, right? Exactly. But the matchups are so, like... it. They're they're so polarizing. I, I think that's the right word. They're just all so polarizing. It's like, you could have a really good matchup, then have a really bad... Then have a really good matchup. Like, there's no middle ground where each deck is like close to like the 50 50 range right I mean, this is the closest thing i think right it is yeah that yeah. and phoenix personally and blue yeah. white um but yeah like hidden strings like, by even phoenix right like it just smokes grease fang every time yeah like yeah grease fang just doesn't exist because they can just like deal with what you're doing plus kill you at the same time but yeah continue, yep. yeah continue sorry no i mean that that's my main stipulation with the format like most of the top decks are just non-interactive combo slash aggro decks like well i mean it, blue white's creeping into the top five now i'm pretty yeah, sure they right? might be in the top five now they are yeah they're in the top five now but that's because they blue white is very strong in pioneer it can adapt very well um and it's really good right now because of the discover deck um yeah for but, sure i don't know like you have Boros Convoke, you have Phoenix, you have Hidden Strings, you have Rectos Sack, you have Grease Fang, Mono White, Gruul Aggro, all the Discover combo decks, you have Boros Aggro, you have, like, that's just on the first page, and most of those are just non-interactive, like, decks. Granted, yeah, they do sure. interact in some sense, you know, like, Yeah, that's everything interacts thing. with everything, right? But, like, the amount of, the amount of, like, you're, polarizing, I don't know, is necessarily the word I, I would use but it's pretty close to polarizing. So I don't know necessarily a synonym for the word polarizing. Uh, I guess it's not Skewed? oppressive because I wouldn't say oppressive either, but... Skewed, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, it's just like all your matchups are like... You have the matchups that you're like 50-50 with, which is like a couple, right? On every single deck, you're like 50-50 with at least a couple matchups. And yeah. then you have the matchups that you're like 80-20 to lose. And then you have the matchups that you're like 80-20 to win. And it's like, that's it. Yeah. yeah, like there's no like, oh, you know, this deck can compete against all these decks. Well, this deck can also do that. Well, this deck can also do that. Well, this deck can also do that. You know, it's not like you can play anything you want, but it's it's gonna require you to win matchup roulette more often than not. Yeah, and I I think that's the main concern and like gripe people have with Pioneer. People are just like, I'm tired of losing the you know a single card. I'm tired of losing a card. I'm tired of losing to. Phoenix bending three Phoenixes. I mean, it's like, I don't know. I'm tired of losing a Grease Fang. Like, it For just, sure. it, that's the only gripe. It's the decks are just very, they're just streamlined as fuck. And they, there's something wrong with that. It's just not what I'd prefer. And yeah, I don't I mind Pioneer. I enjoy Pioneer. Blue White's yeah, good so, at Pioneer. So, what would you do to fix it? Uh, I guess that's where the question leads to. I don't, I, that's a thing. Like, I think the format's fine. Yeah, I think it's okay. I think the format's I heard totally fine, except for the discover the shit. Day. I heard something wild and crazy the other day. What? Someone said that they just need to, just. They were like, we should just see what Pioneer would look like if you unbanned everything but the fetches. Like just everything that's banned, unban now, unban it, and see what happens. 
And I was like, at first I was like, that's stupid. Like, it's retarded to do that. Excuse me, not retarded. I won't use that word. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, uh, it was just stupid, right? Yeah. Um, it, it was like, that was the first like reaction initially. But then I was like, well, if you think about it, like, there I, will be there would be a lot of decks that probably can compete together, right? Like, Inverter can compete with, like, whatever, right? Um, Bro, the format would be the, fucked. Dude, Wilderness Wreck, like, take extra, take a million turns and kill your opponent would be there. Um, Bro, I would just play Undercity Informer and say go. That's fair. That card's insane. I feel yeah, like no, it I'd would play just Inverter. dissolve. I think Inverter would be the best deck. It would just dissolve into, like, what the format is now, just a lot worse. That's fair. I don't know. There's okay. There was an argument Ugh. for... there. I saw somebody also say there's an argument for Wilderness Wreck getting unbanned because Get Lost now exists. So, like... That is true. Just yeah. counter the Wilderness Wreck. Duh. Or just Get Lost to Wilderness Wreck. Like, you know? Yeah. Oh, you want to move to your end step? No, I don't know. Hold this. Hold on. Get two map tokens. Yeah, get two map tokens. He'll hold these two map tokens, dog. <laughs> yeah, it would just... I don't know. Shout out to it, Get Lost, too. I think that card's great. That card's insane. I love that card. That is the best removal spell I think we've gotten outside of a master set. I think long it time. might be playable in modern more than people think. But, yeah, we're kind of bouncing around subjects, but no, it I, is what it I, is. I totally agree. Um, so, um, Yeah, no, I mean... Uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, I just, you know, it's... It's going to be very interesting Monday. I'll say that. Oh, very. And I'm excited. I, I was trying to think of cards that I could, like, snipe on um, on Moto to try and, like, snipe Moto cards and, like, see if they get expensive. But I can't think of any cards off the top of my head that would be like, oh, if they do this, then this is going to get really good. Buy all these cards on Moto. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, just go buy out all the copies of them. I'll join you. We just gotta pick <laughs> yeah, a card. We just make a movement. <laughs> we just we just we basically just play the stock market with Moto. Yeah, we just gotta make one right call, right? Exactly. How hard is that when there's like eight thousand cards or you know, twenty thousand cards or whatever that exist? I mean, we just gotta be right once. Exactly. Let's buy them all. I'm just kidding. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, I mean I I, I don't predict uh, you know, anything any um more testing i guess for atlanta coming up until after monday for me um i might just jam some games with some fun decks because that is you know just still playing magic and doing things but i don't think i'm gonna like delve hardcore into making sure i have the cards that i want slash um you know ordering any new cards or whatever that i need um, but also we have a Pioneer event this weekend. We have a Pioneer 1 slash 2K. It's probably going to be a 2K. Probably. Um, on Saturday that we are all going to. Um, all of us don't know what we're playing yet. Uh, all of us have an idea of what we want to play. Uh, but, uh, all of us have been undecided. So we'll probably decide the morning of on what we're all going to play. It's going to be fun. And we're going to, I suggested to Cameron the other day that we should just all put, put all the decks that we have built into a hat and just fucking shake the hat around and see what you pull. I'd do it. play the deck. I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat. Because, okay, so let's think. So I have, um, I mean, technically no one's playing D's Phoenix deck, so we could, we could have Phoenix, uh, we could have mono white humans. We could have uh, mono green. We could have Boros Convoke. We could have blue white control. We could have hidden strings. We could have Grease Fang. We could have uh, technically have the Azorius Lotus Field deck, but I'm not going to put that together. Just be blue white control. Uh, we could play the Azor Azorius Spirits. We could play five color fires. Like there would be like eight or ten different options in that hat, where it would just be like, <laughs> you know, like. Let's just pick it random. Let's just do it. Fuck it. Let's try <laughs> to convince like Cameron tonight. thinking about it more and more. Let's try to convince Cameron and D uh, to do that tonight. Cameron or D won't do it, but Cameron will. I'm Cameron down won't give fuck. a damn. As long as like, I don't have to play insane. Lotus Field, I am. I'm even down with playing Lotus day. Field. I don't care. Like, that is. I'm so down. That sounds so fun, dude. Imagine saying, "Yeah, we randomly picked our decks and we top baited." 
That'd be cool. And That'd also, like, this nuts. tournament is, like, as, as much as it is, like, you know, decent money prize support-wise, I don't really care about the tournament, to be honest. I'm just going to hang out with people. Yeah. And so, testing. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm not, I'm really, I'm, I'm going to the tournament because it's convenient. Because everybody that we test with is going to be there in person. So, it's like, I'd rather just jam games with my friends than actually go play in this tournament. But it's just kind of like icing on the cake that the tournament's happening and could potentially win $1,000. So... We shall see. That would be hype. But no, I'm, I, I'm, all, I'm all for it, putting all the decks in a hat and drawing it. I'm down too, honestly. <laughs> At this point, fuck it. Cause we'll do some mock randoms after this. We'll see. We'll do some like mock randoms and see what happens. Let's do it. I'm down. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point, it's either I play Blue Bite or I don't fucking know what else. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah I'm. I If I had a choice, I was leaning towards playing Blue White Spirits, but... Uh, or Boros Convoke. I probably most likely Convoke, to be honest, because the deck's just, I think, really good. But, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, you want to send us out? Yeah. Is there there's nothing else you want to talk about, bro? I don't think so. Oh, I congrats we... on your top four uh, with... Um... Hardened Scales. Hardened Scales. Shout out. Yeah, I'm not really a big fan of the congrats on the top four. Yeah, it was cool, but I need I needed a win. I lost to the same y'all guy twice that day. Um, but the, 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 in the top four, when I lost to him, he was literally drawing cards off the top of his deck and playing him, playing them immediately, like literally playing off the top of his deck and just drawing perfect cards every time. So when somebody's running hot, you just, you know, you have to understand that they're running hot and you're not. And you know, it's just is what it is. (laughs) Yeah. So it was a little frustrating, but it is what it is. You know, magic's magic's magic. I play it because I love it. Not because, uh, I get salty about it as far as the the entirety of the game goes so for sure no (laughs) proud of you man and uh yeah thank you guys so much for listening to episode number 27 of the completed podcast make sure to go follow the team on twitter at team underscore metamorph uh we're planning to become more active there we're also going to make a twitter account strictly for the podcast and uh hopefully here in a week or two we'll have uh we got to check out with d first to see if he'll he'll be available next week um, but if he is free, we will have him next week's episode. Um, and yeah, guys, thank you guys so much for listening again. Make sure to leave a like and a review, and we will see you guys next week. And don't forget, have a good week, everybody. If you have any tournaments coming up, good luck in those. And yeah, take care, everybody. Have a good week. Bye. See you.